My brothers and sisters in the Lord, a few weeks ago I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who was in the process of purchasing a new car. And she was telling me an experience that certainly I could relate to and I think all of us are able to relate to. She said that as she began to think about what type of car she wanted to buy and what model she was thinking of, she kind of thought to herself, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of these cars on the roadway. I haven't noticed a lot of them as far as people driving them. And then all of a sudden, after she decided sort of what direction she was leaning towards as far as make and model, she said, all of a sudden, it was like I couldn't go two or three blocks without seeing one. They were all just there. You see, my brothers and sisters, it wasn't like everyone went out that week and bought a Toyota. But she was more aware because she was able to perceive. She was more aware because she was looking. She was searching. And because of the search, she was able to see. And that happens many times in our lives. Think for a moment, my friends, before you came into church today, if I would have asked you the question, how many statues do we have here in St. Benil? How many could have answered that question? We pass them all the time. Or what are the two statues that are over the holy water fonts in the back? Do we know what images of the saints are there? Every time we dip our hand into the holy water. But once we become aware, once we become enabled to search and to look, we are able to see. You see, my friends, I think that is one of the dynamics that was occurring in the gospel today. The two disciples on the road to Emmaus, leaving Jerusalem after everything that has happened and Jesus appears to them right there but they don't recognize him they don't even notice him they don't know who he is why because in some sense my friends they weren't looking for him they weren't really expecting him they weren't expecting him to show up on this road in the middle of nowhere and we can hear it in their voices. After Jesus appears, as the evangelist writes, Jesus says, what are you discussing as you walk along? And they go through, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? The things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene? How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides this, it's already been three days. Do you detect the doubt? Do you detect the hopelessness? The despair in their voice? They weren't looking for the Lord. And so they missed him. And my friends, oftentimes in our life, we are the same way. We're not looking so we do not proceed. There was an article not long ago about a gentleman who was in the metro station or one of the metro stations in DC, the subway system. And he was playing his violin. 
Now, we're very familiar with this. We have a lot of street performers in the French Quarter. And during the course of 45 minutes, only six people stopped, even for a moment, to listen to him. And in his little hat, he collected less than $30. The interesting thing, my friends, is, is that that man who was playing in the DC metro station is one of the most well-known classical violinists to exist in the entire world. His name is Josh Bell, for those who are in classical music. He plays all over the world. Tickets start at $100 a seat to see him. But there he was in the DC metro station, and thousands of people just passed him by as he played one of the most complicated pieces on the violin. Why? Because no one was expecting to see a professional classical violinist in the DC metro station. They weren't looking, so they didn't see. You see, my friends, as we continue our journey as a people of faith in the season of Easter and beyond, are we looking so that we too may see the Lord? Are we searching each and every day of our lives? Because you see, my brothers and sisters, when people say to me, Father, I have never seen a miracle. My response is, you haven't been looking for one. Because they happen every single day. The packaging may be different. Sometimes they're really big and sometimes they're really small. But we do not have eyes that see then we're going to miss the movement of the Lord in our life. I had a professor in seminary who would often comment on the early missionaries of the church. And if you read a lot of their writings, they would use phrases such as, such as things like, they were going to bring Jesus to these native people wherever they were going. And he would always laugh and he said, it makes it seem like Jesus is some carry-on luggage. And you kind of just pack up and you're going to bring somewhere. And hopefully it doesn't get bad checked when you get on the plane. But the realization, my brothers and sisters, is that they didn't have to bring Jesus. Jesus was already there. Certainly, they have helped to open the eyes of the people to teach the faith. But it wasn't like God was absent. And that is true in each and every one of our lives. Because oftentimes, as individuals who are trying to be faithful to the Lord Jesus, we try to bring Jesus to others. Whether it be in the workplace or our family members or for individuals who say to me, Father, all my children, they don't even go to Mass anymore. How can I bring Jesus to them? Well, Jesus is there. We just have to help individuals open their eyes. But it's very difficult, my friend, when we have our eyes closed ourselves because we don't see him. We find what we are looking for. And if we're not searching, if we're not looking, we're going to miss the Lord and the ways he works miracles each and every day in our own lives. Yesterday, before the vigil mass, I had a funeral. Nothing unusual for a priest to have a funeral. 
but probably one of the most difficult funerals is when you have to preside over a funeral of a young person. And this was a teenager who had died in an automobile accident. With a grieving family and grieving parents. And I said to myself as I was preparing for Mass, what am I going to say? To help try to alleviate some of the pain, to bring some hope. And to be honest, my brothers and sisters, if you ask me today, I couldn't tell you what I said. Because I just simply put it in the hands of the Lord. And at the end of the funeral, not knowing what I said or if I made any difference at all, the mother came up to me and thanked me for giving her a glimmer of hope. That was a miracle. That was God working. And I could have just brushed it off, but we have to have eyes that see and ears that hear. You see, my friends, hopefully, we see Jesus in our everyday lives. We see him at this altar for the breaking of the bread. We see him when his word is proclaimed. We see him in our relationships. We see him in the messiness of our lives because he is there. And so hopefully, my friends, we can be able to say, I have seen the Lord. And then go and tell others about him so that they may see as well. Because if we truly can say, I have seen the Lord, my friends, then we are not an Easter people. Because that's what it means to be a people of the resurrection. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Are you looking for Jesus? Because you see, my friends, he's looking for you.